This happened about seven years ago when I was 16, and had all but forgotten about it until a few weeks ago when my mom brought it up. Some necessary backstory. I grew up in a rural town in Australia. My house was 30 minutes out of town with 20 acres of thick bushland behind it, and a driveway that was about a five-minute drive on its own. The neighbor's house shared the driveway, but was surrounded by five acres. It was so incredibly isolated. It always felt like a really safe place because it was so far away from other humans, but of course that comes with its own downsides. Sure, no one can hear you scream, but no one can hear you scream. In 2012, my brother graduated high school, and my folks got sick of being so far out. I decided to rent the house out and move closer to town, but by then my mom was so used to not having neighbors that it annoyed the hell out of her. We once heard a neighbor sneezing, and that was the last straw. So a year later, end of the lease, we moved back, but this time without my brother, who was settled in at uni. When we went back, we moved into our original rooms, and put all the furniture back to how it was, more or less. My room was the only one on the left side of the house. I chose it for the view of the shed, which used to have chickens, ducks, and alpacas roaming around it. But the room felt... different, somehow. Like it wasn't mine anymore. Instead of swapping rooms and having to do all my posters and stuff again, I just started sleeping with the light on. The only other thing that was different was the renters had left a horse flat and a caravan in the paddock next to the shed. I couldn't have cared less, but my mom was calling the renters every other week to get them moved ASAP. Also, at this time, my dad was working with a mining company and installing a pipeline to an island off the east coast, so he was away for four weeks at a time, and then home for two weeks, etc. Onward to my point... One night when my dad was away at work and it was just me and my mom at home, I was exhausted, and I went to bed really early. I ended up having the absolute worst dream of my life. I was a little annoying at the time, being a 16-year-old girl, but I barely spoke for the next few days. It had truly shaken me to my core. It started with my dog barking as she would for the entire five minutes anyone was coming down the driveway. I went out to get her, but it was pitch black. I could only just see her standing at the edge of the grass by the drive, and she was standing really aggressively, in a way I only ever saw her do to kangaroos and the neighbor's dogs. I started hearing footsteps crunching on the pebbles, then male voices coming from either side of the house. The dog was now running from left to right, going absolutely insane, and getting gradually closer to me like they were closing in, and she was trying her hardest to protect me. I was trying to scream, but the only sound I could make was that of a labored breath, and I was completely paralyzed with fear. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but they were laughing to each other and whispering, this kept going on for what felt like an eternity, the mysterious male voices getting closer and closer, but never coming out of the shadows enough for me to know who they were. Now, eventually I woke up. It wasn't like a movie where I jumped up and was out of breath. I was laying in bed like a dead pharaoh, and my eyes opened up 
like I had never been asleep, only just blinked. After a few days of acting weird, Mom finally asked me what was up. She's not a talkative person, so she asked it offhandedly and wasn't looking at me. As I told her, she stopped doing what she was doing and looked at me like I had just spoken in tongues. Turned out, the night that I had that dream, shortly after I went to bed and just before sunset, two guys rocked up to the house, saying they were there to collect the horse float. The dog went bananas at them, which was only strange because normally as soon as you were close to her, she'd fall to the ground and demand belly scratches. Mom did not recognize these guys as anyone in the group or family that rented from us, but they knew about the stuff and Mom wanted it gone. So she put the dog in her lockup and took them up to it. One of them took it upon himself to take a walk around the back of the house, parallel to the shed behind the dog lockup, then came back and pointed out that there was only one car in the driveway. That he had noticed the van and whose van was it? even said something like, "'Husband, not home tonight?' while looking at my window with light coming through the curtains. To say the least, my mom was freaked out. How did he know how many cars we have when she's never met either of them before? In an instant, she thought they must have come around before, seen two cars, and then gone away. Following the man's gaze to my room, she let out a relaxed laugh and said Dad was in there cleaning his guns, but... He's probably done now, and she'll go get him so he can help with the float. The most intense weapon that my father has ever owned was a rusty machete, so I have no idea where that came from on my mom's end, but I'm eternally glad for it. And they protested, and said they could manage it. But she bolted inside, locked all the doors, and then stood by the front window with a knife and watched them drive away without the horse float. When my dad got home in a week or so, he called the renters up in a fit of rage and found out that they hadn't sent anyone to go get it for them, but all their friends knew it was there because they had been trying to organize help to get both in one day. Purely because I was sleeping with a light on at the time it happened, and because I had went to bed early that night, my mom and I escaped a potentially seriously horrific situation. Because you just know if my dumb arse was there, I would have instantly declared, Nope, it's just us home tonight. I had no interest in sharing this encounter here, but a couple of my friends were convinced that this would interest at least one person out there. So here you go. So this happened almost exactly three years ago. I had just turned 15, and in Finland, where I live, turning 15 is a big thing for teens, since when you turn 15, you can get a 50cc moped license. And these kind of bikes are a huge part of youth culture here. So, long story short, I had just gotten my license, and was in a party at my friend's house. This friend of mine came from a wealthy family, and their family owned a huge plot of land, mostly full of uninhabited forests and lakes. His house was pretty much in the middle of their land, and it was a very remote place surrounded by forests, 
nearest village was over 30 kilometers, or around 20 miles away. Although I lived pretty far away, I insisted on going by myself with my brand new moped, since I was so excited of finally having one. My parents were obviously against this, but ultimately they allowed me to drive there. The party lasted the entire day, and when it was around two in the morning, I had to finally leave. Although their family is wealthy, the only road that connects my friend's house to the big main road is a long, badly kept, and narrow paved road surrounded by forests. It's unsettling as hell, especially at nighttime. It should have been illuminated properly, but at the time, pretty much every single street lamp was either broken or tipped over by storms. I had asked them several times why they didn't take care of the road, but they simply replied that they really weren't that interested in paying huge amounts of money for some company to come over and repave the entire road or replace every single streetlight. Since it was already completely dark, the only thing illuminating the road was the small, single front light in my moped. After about ten minutes on the road, I was about five or so minutes away from the main road, so it was still pitch black. Nothing was out of the ordinary until I saw movement in the corner of my eye. I saw a figure running from the pitch black forest and falling down on its face in the middle of the road in front of me, with branches and leaves flying around it. I slammed the brakes and luckily avoided hitting the figure. The back brake locked up, so I ended up falling over and sliding along the road for a bit. When I finally stopped, I quickly stood up. I was okay, aside from a few scratches, and looked to where the figure was laying. Of course, I thought it was an animal, like a, a moose or a deer, but I quickly realized that it wasn't an animal. It was an adult human, pretty surely a man. At this point, he stood up, and we were about three meters from each other, just staring. I've never been more scared in my life. Even more disturbing was that this man seemed to be more scared of me than I was of him. He was around 20 to 30 years old, quite short and very thin. His face was pale, and his eyes were deep in his eye sockets. If you know what a badly malnourished person's face looks like, then you know what his face looked like. He was wearing a dirty turquoise hoodie and basketball shorts, despite it being less than 5 degrees Celsius outside. He had unkempt blonde hair full of debris and leaves, and he had no shoes on, only soaking wet socks. At this point, he was constantly shaking, jolting, and glaring in the direction he had come out of with a worried expression on his face, like he was being chased, or that he knew something bad was in the forest. I wanted to say something to him, but I was unable to say anything. After a short while, he looked straight at me and opened his mouth. It was like he was about to say something, but he quickly backpedaled. He then closed his mouth and suddenly bolted to the forest, without a flashlight or any other source of light and he quickly disappeared. I stood there for a while, alone, before running back to my moped. I lifted it up and drove as fast as I could to the main road. My moped had quite a few big dents, a broken front mask, 
and a damaged exhaust, but it was still drivable. I drove home, and I woke up my parents to explain everything while I was still shivering from shock. Obviously, they were furious that I had crashed my moped, and they didn't believe what happened. They thought I was just being a jackass and doing stunts until I fell over. I didn't get grounded, but they didn't let me drive at night anymore. That was alright to me, since I didn't want to do that anyways. For the entirety of the following week, I asked anyone who was in the party or was living nearby if they had seen anything unusual. I also followed the news to find out if there was something bad that had happened nearby on that night, or if there was an escaped convict or a mental hospital patient loose. Nothing showed up, and nobody else saw anything. I still sometimes think who that guy was and what he was doing in the forest without a light in the middle of the night. I actually feel quite bad for the guy, and I feel bad that I didn't help him, because it seemed like he was not okay. Was he just drunk or high, in the middle of a bad drug trip or on some sort of psychosis? Maybe. Maybe he was abused and was part of some cult, or maybe something or someone really was chasing him through that forest. I wish I knew. Shortly after my son was born, I moved into a new house with my girlfriend. I felt really lucky as we found an actual house for rent that was cheaper than any apartment that we had come across, and it was in the school district that we wanted. The house was quite isolated from the neighbors. The front of the house was abnormally far from the street, and the backyard was surrounded by a dense tree line. At nighttime, it looked as if we were surrounded by nothing but darkness. It wasn't long when I started feeling unnerved, like someone was watching me. That feeling almost always came from one window in particular, the window above the sink, where we also had the air conditioning unit. It was the only window in the house where it would fit and reach an outlet. I brushed it off and did my best to ignore these feelings because I didn't want to freak out my girlfriend, and I knew that if I put that idea in her head, she would never stop stressing as she was diagnosed with anxiety. One night, I was on the couch with my girlfriend laughing and talking when I got that feeling again. I noticed my girlfriend got silent suddenly and was staring at the very window that made me feel uneasy. So... I asked her if she had ever felt strange. She tells me that sometimes she feels like someone is watching her from that window but didn't want to mention it because she was afraid I would think she was being crazy. Things just got worse from there. I started hearing the dividers on the AC unit open when we were in the bed at night. We'd hear pebbles and coins being thrown in our kitchen. I would hear twigs snap outside at night, and I would hurry and grab a flashlight and shine it outside the window. I was actually hoping I would see someone at this point because the unknown element was driving me crazy. Every night, I was terrified that I would come home from work to my family murdered. I'm still hanging on the idea that I'm just imagining this stuff, but 
and it was all confirmed one morning. I went out back to smoke a cigarette, when all of a sudden I catch something out of the corner of my eye, and all the hair on the back stands up. Goosebumps cover my body before I even realize what I'm looking at. On the screen, to my bedroom window, someone had written, Coming, but backwards, as if they wanted us to read it from the inside. What made this even scarier was that the window was open, and I slept right next to it. Basically, you could reach in and stab me in the back without even having to stand on anything. I started to keep all the windows shut and locked, and I even stacked empty soda cans in front of them so if someone did manage to open a window, they would make a ton of noise coming in. One night, I got home from work at my usual time, around 1 in the morning. We were going out of state for a couple of weeks the next morning, so I really wanted to just get home and go to sleep. I showered. We get all the lights off and make our way into bed. Almost immediately, we hear the divider on the AC open up and a pebble come bouncing through the kitchen. I snapped up. I got up and screamed, I'm sick of this! I'm gonna kill you! I got dressed, handed my cell phone to my girlfriend. I told her to lock the door behind me, but if I yell to call 911 and to not open the door unless she is certain it is me. I get outside and... I'm just listening for movement. It probably took me a few minutes to get dressed and get outside. Finally, around 20 seconds later, I hear a car door slam on the street directly behind us through the tree line. I hear its tires squeal as it peels out, and I can hear it driving really fast through our neighborhood. I'm hyper aware at this point, and I can tell the street it's taking as I've been in this neighborhood my whole life. I hear it turn onto the main street and realize it's got to pass my street next. But it doesn't pass my street. It turns down it. It drives really fast past my house, and all I could think to do at this point is looking at it as aggressive as I possibly could. I went to sleep. We all went on vacation for a couple weeks the next morning, and neither one of us has ever gotten that feeling again. We never even heard a single noise That was out of the ordinary again, but the next time I moved, I made sure to buy a house with windows very high off the ground. I'm not sure if I'm in the right place, but I've held this story in for the last six years, and because it sounds crazy, and I get told not to talk about it. I went camping six years ago with a now ex-boyfriend of mine. The campsite we picked was beautiful. We were able to drive in through some rough trails. The spot we picked was next to some hiking trails that weren't very far from some natural hot spring and a huge waterfall. We were in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely no one was around. We set up camp next to the car, went hiking, Soaked in the hot spring, came back and had dinner. It was all very normal, until we woke up the next day. I need to give some context as to how we slept that night so you can understand my confusion. Before we went to sleep, I put our food cooler and a stereo that we brought in the car, and I locked it. 
I put the keys in the front pocket of my backpack and put the backpack next to my sleeping bag on the far side of the tent, away from the door of the tent. My boyfriend at the time slept nearest the door of the tent with a gun next to him. We woke up the next morning and I felt fine. I had slept hard and from inside the tent everything seemed normal. When we got out, our campsite was absolute chaos. The fire pit we had made was ruined. The cooler had been thrown and the food was scattered all over the place. The stereo was smashed to pieces laying next to the tree. All the car doors were open, including the trunk. We stood there for a moment in silence, just taking everything in. The woods felt off now. It was quiet and not the beautiful campsite that I had seen yesterday. Everything about those woods felt wrong now. My ex accused me of not locking the door the night before and said that an animal had gotten into our stuff. I promised him that I locked it and went into the tent to grab the keys from my backpack, but they weren't there. I found them later on the ground right next to the car. We quickly threw everything in the trunk and left. My boyfriend was quiet and wouldn't talk to me about what had just happened. He finally spoke up when we were almost home and told me that he had a dream the night before about something kneeling over him in the tent and holding his gun and just staring at him. When I tried to ask him more questions, he got quiet again and said he didn't want to talk about it and that I shouldn't talk about it anymore either. I've tried to forget about it, but I, I just can't. Something really wrong happened to us in the woods that night. Well, look who's listening all the way to the end of this video. You. If you're hearing this, at least. If you didn't hear this, then you clicked away at some point. Which... Okay. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this collection of creepy encounter stories. These are always a favorite of mine, mostly because there's a sense of education that can come from these. Everybody can learn, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't trust every stranger we meet. Some people are kind of... strange. Maybe that's why they call them strangers. Anyway. Yeah, if you did enjoy it, please do consider joining the Nevermore. To join the Nevermore, all you got to do is hit that subscribe button, the bell icon next to it. You can also go to my website that I have now, asthereavendreams.com, and see all the links you can click on to support the channel and read stories that I've written. Yeah, that's a thing now. <laughs> all right, nothing much more to say. Just want to plug my website, I guess. It's cool stuff. It's uh, fun. I just built it with Google Sites. Really quick and easy and everything. Not sponsored, just saying it was easy. That's all. Anyway, I hope you all have a fantastic day, a beautiful weekend, and I hope that you will join me on the next video. But until then, my friends, sleep well. 